Are you ready for this? Welcome to Principles with Corey and Logan. I'm Corey. I'm Logan. And we are here to go on the journey of life and leadership growth with you. Welcome to the Principles Podcast. Welcome to Principles with Corey and Logan, guys. I am excited to share with you uh, what, what we're going to talk about today. And what we're talking about today is some wisdom. We're dropping some wisdom with you guys today. I, I'm, I'm entitled in this, When Wisdom Enters the Room. And I heard somebody else say that uh, just in passing a while back. And I love the phrase right there, when wisdom enters the room. And, and, and you think about that. I would love for that to be said about me, right? When when uh, you enter a room, man, wisdom entered the room. And one thing about that is we all have an energy. We all have a presence, right? And your energy is, is felt. And when you enter a room, there is definitely something that enters with you. And, and we know this, right? We know this. We can go into a BNI or a Chamber of Commerce or some kind of meeting, and we can enter in and we can catch the vibe of the room. We can say something like, mm, you know, that's, um, that's not, yeah, you know, something about that atmosphere I didn't really like. We, there was something about that vibe we didn't like. Well, we put off a vibe as well. And I love that phrase, wisdom entered the room. And I, I want to share with you something I've been doing for a while past several months now is going through the book of Proverbs. I go through a book of uh, a chapter of Proverbs every day. So today is, so say today's the 24th. I would go to the 24th chapter of Proverbs and I would read through that. I've been doing it for a while now. My wife asked me the other day, she, she asked me how long I'd been doing it. And, um, you know, I couldn't remember how long I've been doing it. It's been several months now. It's probably a good six or seven months, but something I've done differently recently is I will get out my phone and I'm, I'm using the passion translation and I'll get up at 5 a.m. in the morning with my passion translation and I'm reading the book of Proverbs and I'm walking around our neighborhood and I'm actually reading the book of Proverbs out loud and I'm praying that out loud. There's something that, that happens as you speak, as you speak that out, something different happens. And I've been doing that probably for the past three months while I'm reading the book of Proverbs. And it just helps it stick, right? Just kind of helps it stick. And uh, a couple things that I want to share with you guys today are are just two principles that I found in just the 20th chapter of Proverbs today. Before we do, I want to share with you guys um, that uh, last year we did a Live to Lead Tupelo, Mississippi. We did it live. It was awesome. It was an incredible event. We're going to be doing that again this year, but with a online version, and it's going to be awesome. This year, we have John Maxwell. We have uh, Kat Cole, who is the COO of Focus Brands. We have Alan Mullally speaking. He is the former CEO and president of not only Boeing, but I mean, of the Ford Motor Company. And then we have Steve Harvey, right? I mean, who doesn't like Steve Harvey, right? Um, But this is going to be a simulcast event. I'll share some information in the show notes on that. And it's going to be an incredible time. It's going to be good. And hope you can join us with that. Also, um, one other thing before we dive into... um, some of the content here is I've started a men's mastermind group called Legacy Builders. 
And, you know, when my wife and I, we opened up our first business, um, we had a ton of excitement and a ton of enthusiasm, but y'all, we had zero business knowledge and business experience. And we knew that in order for our business to grow, that we as the leaders needed to grow ourselves. John Maxwell talks about as leaders, we are the lid on our business. Our business would never exceed our ability to lead it. And we knew that. We knew if we raised our lid, then uh, the business, uh, the potential of the business would grow as well. So we started reading the books. We went to the courses, the seminars, and we went to all the webinars, right? Um, and we found people who could teach us from a distance, but I did not have that individual or I did not have that group of guys that I could go to and say, hey, here's an idea that I have for my business. What do you guys think? And they, and they give me honest feedback, some good feedback, right? I, I didn't have a group of guys that I could go to who would hold me accountable to the things I said I was committed to doing. See, one of the things we do is we, we, um, we judge other people based off of their actions, but we judge ourselves based off of our intentions. I intended to do that. We let ourselves off the hook. I didn't have a group of guys who wouldn't let me off the hook, but, but who also would be transparent with me, who could also serve as guardrails as I wanted to grow my business, but not at the expense of my faith, my family, or my fitness. And, um, you know, I needed something like that. So what we did, we just created it, right? That's what entrepreneurs do. We create. So we created a one-of-a-kind um, mastermind group for male entrepreneurs and, and men who serve in a leadership role who want to grow personally and professionally, but not at the expense of their faith, their family, or their fitness. And to put them in an environment for growth and other men who are driven and successful to serve as their board of advisors. So um, I've got a link at the end. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit more about that where you can find it uh, for this. So let's jump in, right? So when it, wisdom entered the room, right? And we're looking at the book of Proverbs chapter 20. And I'm going to read this to you from the Passion Translation. I, I, I love this from the Passion Translation. So this is chapter 20, verse three, okay? Now I'm gonna just read this to you as I get this pulled up. Here it is. A person of honor will put an argument to rest. Only the stupid <laughs> want to pick a fight. A person of honor will put an argument to rest, but only the stupid want to pick a fight. I like that. I like how the Passion Translation uh, just goes right to it with the word stupid. But you know, when I read that, I hear three people. When I read, a person of honor will put an argument to rest, only the stupid want to pick a fight. See, I hear three people. And the first one I hear is, is the peacemaker. I hear the peacemaker. The second one is I, I hear the peacekeeper. And then I hear the peace disruptor, right? The disruptor, that's, that's that one that's always adding fuel to the flame, right? They're the ones that are sitting behind their keyboard, typing and just boop, 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 right? And, and just talking about people and, and just trying to get things started. They're a meddler, right? Peace disruptors are the meddlers. They're the ones that want to pick a fight. And then you have the peacekeepers. And the peacekeepers are really the ones that are kind of sitting back and they have their arms folded and say, you know, I'm not getting involved in that. I, you know, I don't, I, I want everybody to be happy. I want us to hold hands. I want us all to sing Kumbaya, right? <laughs> and they want to keep the peace so they don't ever get involved. They, they ride the fence. A good bit, right? They don't want to get, they don't want to be too hot. They don't want to be too cold. They want to, they don't want to be on this side or that side. They just want to ride the fence and keep the peace. But then y'all, you have the peacemaker. 
the peacemaker. And the peacemaker is the one that he says right here, who the person of honor will put an argument to rest. And I think it is someone that is full of wisdom. And um, when, I, when I was reading this, it automatically reminded me of in middle school. <laughs> middle school I can remember we were in the cafeteria and this big fight broke out right I mean this fight it, it was big it was loud people were throwing punches and food was going all over the place and you know you have the the peace disruptors and you have the people that were saying oh did you hear Ooh, ooh, did you Ooh, I know you just heard what they said about your mama punch them in the face punch them in the face right they, they're trying to just add things on get stuff started and keep things started right the peace disruptors and then you got the peacekeepers that are saying mm, i'm not getting involved in that i'm gonna sit over here and i'm gonna you know what i'm just gonna eat my cafeteria pizza and my corn i'm not getting involved in that i mm, i'm not getting involved in that. i'm just sitting there <laughs> but then you have the peacemaker right the peacemaker wisdom enters the room. I can remember this big fight is breaking out and it, it's chaos. People are throwing bows and it's loud and it's quiet and nobody can stop it until wisdom entered the room. And wisdom who entered the room was Coach D. He was a football coach. He was our football coach and everybody respected Coach D. Coach D was a gentleman, a nice man, but he had respect. And I just want you to picture this. You know, people were going crazy. It's loud. There's fighting. Door opens up. Coach D enters the room. And there begin to be whispers. Oh, Coach D's here. Coach D's here. Sit down. Coach D's here. And within seconds, Coach D didn't say a word. But everybody sat down. Punches quit. Food quit flying. People quit talking. You could have heard a pin drop. Coach D walked into the room. Didn't say a word. Everybody sat down and be quiet. That's, that's a peacemaker. That's a peacemaker. So, you know, kind of the point here is what I want to make to you is take an honest assessment of who you are, right? Uh, are, are you typically a peacemaker? Or you're somebody of wisdom and honor and respect that people willfully follow you because of who you are and what you represent. That when you speak, your words have weight to it. That people listen to it. That when you act, people follow, right? Are you a peacekeeper? Are you somebody who likes to sit on the fence and don't want to get involved and you usually kind of keep, keep your thoughts to yourself? And there are times for that, right? But there are also times to speak up. There are times to act. But the peacekeeper likes to keep the peace and just sit still. Or are you the peace disruptor? Maybe, maybe you like disrupting the peace. I don't know. Maybe you like... You, maybe you like... Um, you know, uh, disrupting the peace. Maybe you like um, being a gossip and all those kind of things. But I would say take an honest assessment of who you are, which of the three you are, and then who do you want to be? Which of the three do you want to be? I'll be honest with you, for a long time, uh, and I still struggle with it as a peacekeeper, right? I want everybody to hold hands and sing kumbaya, but that's, that's not the reality, right? For a long time, I was a peacekeeper, but who I want to be is that peacemaker. I want to be a leader that others willfully follow because of who I am and what I represent. So take an honest assessment of who you are and who you want to be. And if there's a gap, if there's a difference between the two, what needs to change to shorten that gap? So 
That's Proverbs 20, verse number three. A person of honor will put an argument to rest. Only the stupid <laughs> want to pick a fight. So here's the, here's the next one right here I want to share with you. This is, uh, this is uh, still in the same chapter, but this is verse 21 right here, okay? And this is what verse 21 says. If an inheritance is gained too early in life, it will not be blessed in the end. If an inheritance is gained too early in life, it will not be blessed in the end. And when I hear that, I read too early means not ready. You ain't ready yet, right? You haven't become the man or woman prepared to keep whatever that, that is, right? You think about lottery winners when they win millions and millions of dollars. If you look back, majority of those are either dead or dead broke, right? They've gone bankrupt. And you, and you say, how in the world can someone who is given 40 and 50 and 60 million dollars, how can they be dead broke within years? Well, you know, what it is, is they, they haven't developed the habits of a millionaire. They haven't developed the mindset of a millionaire. They, they haven't developed the disciplines of a millionaire, and it just kind of slips right through their hands. You've probably seen millionaires, uh, two that just immediately come to mind are Dave Ramsey and uh, Donald Trump. You know, they, they were millionaires. They went bankrupt and then they earned it back. And, and they earned it back because they had become the type of person who was a millionaire. They had developed the mindsets, the habits, the disciplines of a millionaire. And, and, and we're talking about money, but this is with anything, right? Uh, whatever your goal is, it's that becoming, it's the beingness is becoming the type of man or woman who can keep whatever the goal is, right? And, and I, I think about the, um, the children of Israel, right? You know, they're coming up out of Egypt and they're going to the promised land, right? They go into the promised land and they did not take a straight shot, right? They, they didn't go to Egypt straight to the promised land. They went to the wilderness and, um, you know, they weren't ready. They weren't ready for the promised land yet. You know, they, they had been 400 years in captivity, I think. Uh, I'm not a Bible scholar, but I think that's how long it was. And you think about that, they've been slaves for 400 years. They have a slave mentality. God was taking them to freedom. They, they were going from being in bondage to freedom. They, they were going from having nothing to abundance. And they weren't ready for that. They, they, they weren't mentally prepared for that. They, they, weren't, they didn't have the disciplines or the mindset for that. So God led them into the wilderness, and then they get ready. He takes them to the wilderness, and he gets to the, to the promised land. They send out 12 spies. And these 12 spies come back, and 10 of them say, oh, man, that, that, you know, or all 12 of them say, oh, this is a land flowing of milk and honey, and the grapes are huge. And then 10 of them say, but there's, there, there's giants there. There's giants in the land. We can't go there. We can't go there. And Joshua and Caleb says, hey, if God is for us, who can be against us? Let's go right now. And all the people got mad and said, we can't do that. And God said, hey, y'all ain't ready. You still ain't ready. You ain't ready. Trip canceled. Back into the wilderness you go, right? <laughs> and they go back into the wilderness. And, and for us, I kind of, I kind of make light of that, but, but we're the same way, right? We're sitting in a place called here, and there's a place we want to get to called there. 
And in this society of this microwave society of instant popcorn and instant oatmeal and Instagram, we want instant success and we want instant results, right? But there's a journey that we have to go on. And we need to learn the lessons of the journey so that once we get to the place we're going, once we get to the promised land, we can be men and women who can stay in the promised land. And I just want to share with you that if you keep finding yourself having the same kind of setbacks, tripping over the same kind of stumbling blocks, then you probably haven't learned the lesson yet. And I would really take an honest assessment again of what's causing you to trip and stumble and fall. So I just wanted to share those with you. That's out of the book of uh, Proverbs chapter uh, 20, verses 3 and 4. And I, I'm sorry, chapter 20, verse 3 and chapter 20, verse 21. And I, you know, while we're here, uh, there's another one that's just great that I'm just going to leave you guys with. I'm not going to dive into it because it is self-explanatory. And it is verse 20 or chapter 20, verse 4. If you're too lazy to plant seed, it's too bad when you have no harvest on which to feed. So I don't have to dig into that much more. I think you guys know what he's saying right there. You know what King Solomon is saying right there. Hey, uh, guys, I hope this has added value to you. I hope uh, this this has been a worthy trade of your time. Thank you for taking a listen. Go to iTunes, give us a rate and review. Whenever you review it, it kind of helps our ranking so other people can hear messages just like this and we can send out some positivity out into the world. Um, one other thing, I have a, uh, a gift I want to give to you guys. I've created a landing page. You can go to CoreyLeeLeadership.com, and Corey is C-O-R-Y, Corey Lee, Corey Lee Leadership.com slash principles with an S, so plural principles with an S. And on there, you can find out about legacy builders, but I've also got two things on there for you. One is a personal assessment. You can download that assessment and it kind of just asks you some questions for you. It's for, it's a you and you deal, but it's for you to see how balanced your life is. And then the second one that you can download is a spousal survey. And I highly recommend any people, any of you guys that are married to give that to your spouse. It will create some meaningful conversation. So again, go to CoreyLeeLeadership.com slash principles, and you can download those. Hey guys, have a great day and God bless. Thank you guys for joining us. Thanks so much for spending your time with us today. As you go about your day, remember to ask yourself as a parent, child, sibling, business owner, customer, boss, teammate, would you recommend yourself, audit yourself, and change your life? Hey guys, and if you enjoyed this podcast, uh, take a moment, please subscribe, give us a rate and review on your listening platform, and hey, we value your feedback, and it helps others find us. Are you ready for this?